guys, and welcome back to another episode of That's My Personal Business. I am so excited to have you here today. Um, Obviously, yesterday we had a Halloween episode, and so you're listening to this on a Tuesday or whenever you're listening, whatever. I don't know when you guys listen to this podcast, but welcome. Welcome back. If you've been here for a minute, I'm happy to have you here. I'm Eden Strader, and I'm your host. We are talking about something that I'm so excited about today. Um, We are talking about Taylor Swift and why she is your brand blueprint and whether you love her or hate her that is because her brand has done its job so I highly recommend listening whether you love her or hate her because you are going to have a lot to learn before we dive in I'm just wanting to let you guys know that we are opening VIP days this week there are only three spots available this is the last time to work with me one-on-one in 2022 so if you are determined and ready to make 2023 a new fresh amazing progressive year in your business if this is the year that you change everything and you stop settling for mediocrity you're done feeling scrambled you're done feeling stressed you're ready to become a CEO I highly recommend snagging one of these spots before 2023 so that you can start the year off right. Um, They're application-based. They are the last time to work with us. Again, work with me one-on-one this year. Um, And VIP days will also be getting restructured in 2023, which means the pricing is going up. So if you've been thinking about VIP days, I highly recommend getting on one now. Um, They are my favorite. We have had so many people who have just been like incredible and had their business changed in them. Molly McCauley, you guys know I talk about her and we've had her on the podcast. She's done three with me, which has just been my favorite thing in the world. We've gone to work together three times on three separate VIP days. So I'm so obsessed with VIP days and what they can do for people's businesses. So I'd love to see you in there. Anywho, let's get, let's get into it. Let's go. Let's talk Taylor Swift. I wanted to do an episode today on why Taylor Swift is your brand blueprint. And I talked about this a lot on the email list and on Instagram last week when Midnight's was released. And I want to say this before you click out because you hate Taylor Swift. If you hate Taylor Swift, that is because each of these brands staples that we're going to talk through have done their job. And so whether you love her or hate her, you should be listening to this because she should still be your brand and business blueprint. I actually myself also used to not like Taylor Swift. And I wouldn't say I love her as much as some people love her. Like I have a hundred percent been converted to her by my girlfriend. Um, but I didn't like her that much. I thought she was kind of annoying and that's also kind of because of her brand and how much I read into just like different media slash didn't keep up with who she actually is. But the thing with Taylor Swift is she is polarizing. I feel like people, Sometimes there are people who are lukewarm about her, but I feel like a lot of people, they're either obsessed with her, right? Like she has one of the most dedicated fan bases I have ever seen, ever, or they like really don't like her actively. And each of those polarities exist because she's really, really good at doing her job and really, really good at having a very distinct brand and persona. And so I just kind of like, studied her and what she has done in order to make her fans love her so fucking much and make other people hate her so much and the way people don't like her also just adds to how much people love her like no one's like oh I don't like Taylor Swift to someone that loves Taylor Swift and they're gonna just like let it sit there like people who love Taylor Swift will die for her I swear to god like when I come up with opposing Taylor Swift arguments for my girlfriend I am scared of her I'm like she 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 knows more than me on Taylor Swift and she also is so passionate that she's like let me tell you everything that you would need to know in order to change your mind it's wild she has the most dedicated fans ever and so I want to unpack her 
because she has such a magnetic brand that each of us should be striving for regardless of what we do in the industry right and chances are I don't think I have a lot of singer songwriters in my audience um so it's like we're all going to be learning from a brand that has nothing to do with the business that we're in and yet it's going to be applicable to whatever it is that you do as a creative so let's unpack Taylor Swift get excited because again, whether you love her or hate her, this episode is going to change your life. So I want you to get out a notepad. I want you to get out notes. I highly recommend that this is something like each of these brand pillars and principles that we go over. They are things that I highly, highly, highly recommend that you do some pondering on yourself in your business. Because if you can copy this blueprint of Taylor Swift's brand, your business is going to absolutely explode, guaranteed. So let's unpack the several brand pillars of Taylor Swift and how she has made such a magnetic whirlwind insane brand one let's just start from the beginning right because we're talking about how polarizing she could be Taylor Swift does not give a fuck and by that I mean she actually does and she tells us about it often right like she's she cares whether you love or hate her she openly talks and sings about like people not loving her like think of mastermind and her being like No one wanted to play with me as a little kid. So I've been scheming ever since so that people would love me and make it seem effortless. Like she desperately wants people to like her. But where the doesn't give a fuck comes in, right, is she's going to keep doing what she's doing, whether you hate her or not. Like this girly has been around since I was in, I don't know, junior high. Like she has been around forever and she has still been doing her thing and been wildly successful, whether I loved her or not right? Like I used to not like her and yet I, I would hear about her and like listen to a couple of her songs. Like you belong with me, please. If you were born in the nineties and you grew up in the like early two thousands, you listen to that song. Even if you hate her, you listen to that song. So even though she does care what we think she shows up and she is her regardless right and so where the like doesn't give a fuck comes in right is like a lot of times with business owners we're like stop caring what other people think stop caring if people love or hate your brand it's actually a good thing if they love and hate your brand if there are people that exist in both polarities and you're like well I don't know how to not care okay keep caring you can keep caring but just be dedicated to showing up regardless like you can care that they don't like you, but be so determined and passionate that you're like, I'm just going to keep going anyway. Like, I'm just going to keep showing up. I'm going to keep doing my thing. I'm going to keep being myself, even if they don't love me anymore. She has like come to terms with the fact that people don't like her enough to keep pushing boundaries and keep showing up. And I think that is one of the most amazing things ever right because it's like it's in our human nature to be upset when people don't like us I don't really know how to hack that um some people naturally just do not care at all if people don't like them but most of us do right like we want people to like us that's okay what you need to work on is that you're like you know what even if you don't like me and it makes me sad I'm so dedicated to pushing forward that I'm going to keep pushing these boundaries and I'm going to keep making the people that don't like me like me even less I'm going to keep making the people that love me love me even more like I'm just going to keep on doing what I'm doing and I'm going to do it even harder a good brand should be polarizing like if you are liked by everyone you're probably doing something wrong and you're probably kind of boring sorry like if everyone likes you if everyone is attracted to your art if everyone objectively is like yeah that's good it's probably just like you're not taking enough risks you're not being yourself enough like there's nothing wrong with people not liking you 
Have you ever thought of that? Like I have met people whose personalities I'm like, I don't like that. Doesn't mean there's anything wrong with that. Like you're a great person. I'm sure you're just like not my person. And that is totally fine. That has nothing to do with you as a human being. It's just, you know, we're not going to vibe and that's totally fine. So be polarizing and don't, don't care that you're polarizing. Don't care that people don't love you. Don't care that, you know, some people might love you and some people might hate you. In fact, that should be the goal is that some of them love you and some of them hate you. So number one, Taylor Swift does not give a fuck. Number two, and I love talking about this one because we don't talk about it enough, I don't think, is that she shows us the hero's journey. And if you don't know what the hero's journey is, I highly recommend that you look it up. Actually, let me go ahead and read you a description, but do some research on it on your own. But the hero's journey is kind of like a template that people use in books, in stories, even in movies. We see it very clearly in movies like Harry Potter. Um, But it is like a template. I'm reading straight off Wikipedia. Template of stories that involve a hero who goes on an adventure, is victorious in a decisive crisis, and comes home changed or transformed. But what's important about the hero's journey is it's not just this like, we win, we come home, we're a new person. No. So what happens is there's a call to adventure, right? Like there's a problem. They're gonna go solve it, right? Like think Harry Potter again, right? Like finds out he's a wizard. Um, There's a call to adventure. Then there's some sort of aid, like someone comes to help them. Then there's a threshold that they pass, which is where there's like a beginning of transformation. And then there's a helper or a mentor that kind of like helps them as they go through these challenges and temptations, you know, like things are hard to get there. The helper is there again. Then there's like a revelation. There's a death and rebirth. They're like, oh my gosh, here's the answer to the problem or we figured something out. Then there's a transformation. But then there's like, there's often like one more fall and then one more rise and then they return and they're new and they're like gifted and they're reborn. And so it's just like this, this template of like rising and falling and like an initiation there's helpers, you know, there's all of these things. Like you got to think with Taylor Swift, right? Like she gets picked up by Scooter Braun. Scooter Braun ends up being the villain. He screws her over. Like she falls. Kanye comes in. Kanye ends her. She disappears for years like she has shown us (laughs) like we have seen taylor swift fight for her success we've seen her be publicly humiliated we've seen her roasted by the media go into hiding take revenge get her heart broken over and over and over again we we've watched her like a hawk right as she's gone through this hero's journey where she rises and she falls helpers come in guides maybe they screw her over like maybe someone just like you know comes in and is the villain and like ruins things for her kanye we've watched her we've just watched her move through so many stories and the reason why humans are so attracted to the hero's journey is because it reminds us of us right like we have watched taylor swift go through all of these things because it reminds us of us in some way we're like oh she is we she is we are her and like she doesn't even have to say that we might not even realize that that's what's happening but that is what's happening that's why we're called to the hero's journey so much that's why we love movies where people get tempted and turned and they overcome and then they fall down again and then they come back you know they take one step forward two steps back three steps forward like we love watching stuff like that because we're like oh that's what my life feels like right like I I see myself in this story and so she's shown us that very very openly and she's taken us through the journey over and over again 
for more than a decade. And then not only have we watched this through the media, we've also watched this in her releases and her music. And we've gotten to be like, oh my God, like I get, I get a little piece of this. Like I get to see myself in her artistry and in her work in a way that I really relate to because I also go through the hero's journey. And this is where like the power of a personal brand comes in, right? Like why are you like to us or to Taylor Swift's fans, they love her because she's the expert on a lot of things that they relate to, right? Heartbreak, things not going your way, getting up and try, try, trying again, right? Like she, she's an expert on that. She's shown us that. And so we, we know that she's an expert in that because she lets us in on this hero's journey and we've watched this hero's journey. And that's why brand stories and having a personal brand is so important and being able to be like, Hey, I know how it feels to have the problem that you're struggling with and here's why I'm the expert in order to help you with that. Whether that is like needing a wedding photographer that does something specific or needing a business coach that does something specific or someone selling clothing that, you know, fixes a self-image thing that you have with yourself. Like we're never going to feel more called to you than if you tell us how you also went through that journey. So that is the power of the hero's journey. Let's talk about number three. She's not scared to fail and she doesn't hide her failures either. And this one, this one got me some slack online. This one got me some slack with the Swifties. But honestly, can you believe that she released a song as shitty as Endgame? And we still worship her and I stand by that. That song sucks. I literally listen to the first 20 seconds and then I click out because I think it's horrible. I think it is a horrible song. Let's just sit with that for a second. It's really, really bad. But then she has songs like August and she has songs like you belong with me right that we have been listening to since we were 13 years old she has you know basically all of Midnight's is good I'm not gonna lie there's only two songs on it that I skip like I I am obsessed with that album it is actually so so good um but like we still people still follow her religiously but the reason I mentioned this, right, is because like Taylor Swift is an example that you should experiment within your business. Like don't get so stuck on doing the same thing over and over again. Try new things, see what sticks and what doesn't, right? Like she has obviously evolved a lot, which we're going to talk about in the next one. Um, but like that came from experimentation and some of them landed, some of them didn't. And that's okay. We still love her, even though Endgame is literally horrible. Um, she is like such an example, right? That like, if you have a strong enough brand trust with your audience, people will still rally for you, even when you do mess up and like, not just rally a little rally a lot. Like I'm not dedicated enough for this, but like Taylor Swift has fans that literally were staying up till midnight for weeks just to learn the names of the tracks. That is wild. And so if you follow this blueprint and you create a brand, this magnetizing that people are that attached to you can create this, you know, stay up till midnight for weeks on end just to learn what the fuck you're doing and what you're creating and what's coming next. And that is so powerful and such a testament to the fact that it doesn't matter if sometimes you fail or you slip up as long as you have that brand trust there and it's consistent, right? Like 90% of it are wins, even if 10% are kind of whoops and game vibes, you know, they're still going to rally for you. Four, which kind of it bleeds in from last the last point, but she is her brand like Taylor Swift. She is the brand. That's that, that's the whole brand is it's just her 
as a human being. No matter when her products, quote unquote, or services change, right? AKA her genre of music, she's still her. Like it's still Taylor Swift. So she's given us songs like Don't Blame Me or Lover or Cruel Summer or New Romantics or Teardrops on My Guitar. Those are all such different songs. And you've probably heard people talk about, right? Like what even is Taylor Swift's genre of music? And it, it, we don't know. It's just Taylor Swift. Like, and we don't care because it's Taylor Swift. Like she is the brand, which has allowed her to genre hop and do whatever the fuck she wants because we are so dedicated to her as a person. She can do whatever she wants because the brand is her. So it's gonna stay consistent, right? It's kind of like how I would say that my brand is basic. My, my brand is the same as it was when I was a photographer as it is now as a coach. Like it shifts a little, but it's just been me the entire time. And so when your brand is you, and that's the thing that's always consistent, you can evolve and grow and shift and change, but the brand, the brand will still make sense. Everyone will understand because it's so you, right? Like if people get to see how you're growing and shifting and changing, it totally makes sense when the brand does too, because it's it's just you. But that is like what she has been such a good example of, right? Like her work has changed so much since, you know, 10, 12, however many years ago it was. Like things have changed so much and yet it always makes sense just because it's Taylor Swift. Okay, number five, she has welcomed us into her personal life. And I think what I love about Taylor Swift too though is that like she's actually a very private celebrity as far as celebrities go. Like we know a bit about her and her life, but like she also keeps very select things very, very private, which I personally love because she does it in a way where she's so open about certain things that we don't really care that like we don't get access to the other things right like there are things in my life that I will quite literally never share on the internet but I I will talk all day about like my divorce or therapy or mental health because those are the things that I choose to be really really open about so she has welcomed us into her life right like we love her cats we love seeing her wear her heart on her sleeve we know about the house she bought and how she isn't even letting us into our relationship with joe like they keep that really really private and we don't care like we're like oh good for her that's amazing because she's let us know that that's going to be private she feels like a very real person to us like she can feel like someone that you know and are friends with and hangs out that you like hang out with because she's so open and does share such deliberate and deliberate and specific parts of her life with us in such a beautiful intimate way that it's okay that there are parts that she doesn't let us into right like we still care about her so so much she's not afraid to let us get to know her and if we knew nothing about taylor swift right if she was just a singer that we like didn't really know anything about or she didn't really let us into her life she would not be nearly as powerful as she is but she's let us be her friend and she's done it for years and years and years and years and that's why she has people staying up till midnight or 3 a.m or whatever it may be sometimes for weeks in order to just like get a glimpse into her life and her brain because she's like she feels like a friend it feels like you're supporting and eagerly waiting for a friend to do something amazing six and this is one of my favorite things about taylor swift because i'm not even into this thing like i don't look for it or seek it out but i've watched people do it and i think it's so cool and i want to figure out how to do it within my own brand but she gives us clues to keep us involved and eager and if you're not a taylor swift person um you might not know about the easter eggs if you are a taylor swift person you absolutely know about the easter eggs but let me give you a little rundown basically this genius of a woman has woven like easter eggs and hints into everything she does and has done it for years to the point where like there were hints for this album from years and years and years ago like 
it's crazy the just like how specific she is and how calculated in a good way she is with these easter eggs like she knows she knows that if she teases her audience and she gets them involved that they will like find things to obsess over in between launches right like she hasn't launched an album I don't even know in a year or two I don't know see I'm not like I like Taylor Swift but I'm not that big of a fan I don't know if it's been like a year or two but like her fans are obsessing over every single thing she does, every TikTok, every story post, every everything for for a year or over a year in between album launches because they're like, what's coming next? When? How can we predict it? Like she lays these Easter eggs in a way where it keeps her audience so, so involved. And so she's like taking people on a like unpaid branded experience in between her quote unquote launches or like products and services like Taylor Swift fans really do they read into every word piece of clothing timing anything they can do to figure out what's coming next so I want you to think like how can I make my audience so eager for what I'm doing next like how can I keep them on this branded journey where they feel so 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 involved whether there's a product or service like open or launching or anything like how do I keep them so involved with me and so excited with me and so obsessed with my brand and business that it doesn't matter if I haven't launched something in a year they're they're still wanting to hear from me and see what I'm doing and see what's going on Seven, and I think every creative can learn from this and needs to learn from this. She takes breaks. She takes time off. She knows that the business and the brand will keep running, even if she's not putting out music 24-7. Like, yes, sometimes she goes a year. Sometimes she goes years. She goes years, right? She, like, literally went into hiding for a little bit after the Kanye thing. And... She knows that even if she's not constantly showing us and telling us why we should listen to her, we're still going to. Like she had to disappear, recharge and re-enter and she didn't have to show up and constantly be like, hey, listen to my music. Hey, listen to my music. Hey, listen to my music. No, we just did it because we were so dedicated to the brand and to the business and to the products that we had access to. And so she knew that by taking time off, she would come back even better than before. She trusted her audience to binge what they had in the meantime. And amazing brands and businesses know that they don't need to shove their stuff down your throat 24-7 in order to be successful. Amazing brands and their creators take breaks because your brand should be strong enough to survive a break, whether that is a day or a week or a month. If taking a week or month off of your work is going to ruin your business, we got to reevaluate the business because something's going on there. Like if your brand loyalty is so weak that they would forget that you even exist in a month, we've got to work on that first before we work on any marketing or anything like that. Like that is a brand problem. We need more loyalty. We need more trust because you should have a more significant impact than just a month. Thus ends our Taylor Swift dissertation. And I hope that you take some time to go through each of these seven points And think about how you can bring them into your own business because each of these points really, really do, they work together in order to make Taylor Swift as successful as she is. Like, yes, she is incredibly talented. However, 
She has done her career and her business in such a specific way that we don't really see that often in the music industry specifically, but really a lot of industries. Like she has built such a specific presence that has created just like an unseen, unparalleled brand loyalty. Like I don't think Harry Styles even has this. I'm not going to lie. Like, yes, he has like big, big fans, but like Taylor Swift fans they are so on it. They are so obsessed. Like, and it is because she does all of these things and she does them consistently and she has done them for years. And I think it's also an example of like playing the long game, right? Like she has been doing this for so long. She didn't get this big overnight. Like, yes, she got big quickly, but like she has been doing this the entire time. And I think that's also something that's really important to know is like you don't build an amazing brand once you're rich or once you're quote unquote successful. You do it from the beginning and you trust that it is going to pay off eventually. You should be building the business of your dreams before you're earning the money of your dreams. Like the business of your dreams is different than the income of your dreams. The income of your dreams will come, but you should be running the business of your dreams from the beginning. So Thus ends our Taylor Swift dissertation. I would love to hear your guys' favorite parts, your thoughts, what you're changing in your brand. Please come share them on Instagram. I love hearing what you guys take away from the podcast. It is so amazing. I'm obsessed with it. All right, you guys, thanks for tuning in. Please subscribe. Leave us a review on the podcast wherever you listen, whether that's on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. I love you guys. I mean it. And I will see you next time. Mm-hmm.